You're listening to Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football. The one and only podcast dedicated to providing analysis, advice, and entertainment for salary cap fantasy football players. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Kennedy and Sean McGuire. Well, gather round, everybody. It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm here with Sean McGuire. Hi. Hey, Sean. How you doing? I'm great. Life is good in the fantasy world for me. Not, not so much in salary cap as because I'm rebuilding. No, it's good because you're not winning. That's I'm a good not, thing that's for you. Tr- that's true. It's actually going very well. <laughs> it's I'm, shockingly, it's, it's like almost as if you uh, you had planned it. Right, you know, really. I'm I'm three and eight. There's there's another three and eight team though, so I haven't I haven't clinched the first pick overall, but I'm working on it. It's tough. You uh, you know what you did wrong though is you didn't you didn't go all in and try to acquire players to win a championship because if you had done that, it's a good chance you would have finished with zero wins. Wow, <laughs> wow. You just I don't know, Sean. But no, life is good because in my redraft league, yeah. I have Jonathan Taylor. That sounds like a good team already. And Austin Eckler. You do really? I really do. Oh. I put up 151 points this week. Mm. I'm leading the league in scoring. Life's good, man. I got a good shot at taking home the waffle iron this it's year. Just a, it's, this is my former league, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, we miss you. I mean, there's still a, a, still a spot for you if you want to come back. Who are we kicking out? <laughs> Depends. <laughs> My answer to the question will depend on your answer to the question. I can't answer it on air. I okay, can't. Right, I right. can't hurt somebody's feelings. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. okay. All right. Let's just let's just say we'll just we'll call him Tim P. Is that too obvious? <laughs> wow. Oh my. Okay. He doesn't uh, listen anyway. No, I'm sure he doesn't. Okay. Well, on to uh, on to the salary cap league here, a mm-hmm. uh, salary cap podcast. We have uh, torpedo players that threaten to sink your championship. <laughs> oh, see, yes. you you you've been working on that all since last year, so, right? Well, I think we used it last year. Well, we, but we kind of invented it on the air. That's there true. Was originally, like landmines, or there was there was a whole discussion about. What type of weaponry should be the thing that takes down your championship? That's right. Because, yeah, we did start with the landmines, and we ended up pivoting to nautical Torpedoes, terms. Nautical terms, yeah. Yep. Uh, so these are these are not players like, you know, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey. We, we're not suggesting you bench guys like that, regardless of their their matchups. But well, they could if the matchup is bad enough. Well, and it also depends on other options you yeah. have on your team. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, these might be more of the guys that they've found their way into your lineup, maybe more often than not. But they're facing pretty tough. I can think of at least one guy we're going to talk about that uh, seems like it would be pretty hard to pull him out of your lineup. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, if, <laughs> I'm, I think we're thinking of the same guy. Yeah. But uh, these these guys, you might uh, you might want to consider taking out because the uh, the playoff run is tough. It it's, is. Yeah. Do you want to start us off, Sean? Uh, sure. Let's talk about Lenny Fournette. Uh, Lenny Fournette is currently the RB 18. This is all points per game. 
Uh, that seems like he's a pretty serviceable RB2 on a, on a decent team. Last time I checked, yep, that, would, yep. that would be Unless true. Unless you're in a weird league that is like, you know, a six-team league or something like If you're in like the league league, weren't they eight? Yeah, I think they had eight. Eight-team league in the yeah. league. Uh, yeah, then, In the TV then, show. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's worth watching. Um, so, yeah, his, his, his stretch gets a little rough here because uh, he uh, faces the Colts, the Falcons, the Bills, the Saints, Carolina, and finishes with the Jets in Week 17. Um, and uh, aside from the Jets, who are terrible, uh, and the Falcons. The, the worst against they, running backs. They're the worst currently. Uh, and the Falcons, who are also bad, um, the rest of the teams are all top tier. So Colts, number one. Uh, that's next week. Uh, the last week before the playoffs for most leagues, week uh, 14, if I remember math is right, is the Bills, number six. Mm-hmm. Saints, at number two, and Carolina, number three, is how you start your playoffs. Oof. So that is a good way to not only start your playoffs, but to finish your playoffs. But to end them, exactly. So Lenny Fournette is a guy that you do not want to rely on uh, down the stretch. If uh, he can he, help it. He's been a decent player ever since they decided they weren't going <laughs> to play the other guy, Rojo. Uh, he's been pretty good. But um, but I would avoid him and keep him firmly on the bench until the championship game. Good advice, Sean. I'm bringing you got up somebody. We got. Yep, I'm bringing up Josh Jacobs. He's got a little easier uh, schedule than Leonard Fournette does. Josh it's Jacobs. It's kind of hard to be tough. I mean, that is brutal. So that is brutal. <laughs> That's true. It's hard to to go up or go down from there. Go up, go down. It depends it's, on yeah, it's, your, your it's, perspective. It's hard to be more difficult than that schedule. Mm. But Josh Jacobs, he's already kind of a low end running back two to begin with. He's the running back twenty in points per game right now. Um, he does start off okay in the wild card round the first week of the playoffs with the Browns, which are kind of a middle defense against running backs. But then in the semifinals in the championship game, he gets the Broncos and the Colts, respectively. You already mentioned that the Colts are the number one defense against running backs. That's your championship matchup. Uh, and then the Broncos are number nine right now against running backs in the semifinals. So I kind of have a hard time. I'm not a Josh Jacobs guy. Yeah. I would have a hard time trusting him anyway. But given those matchups, he's a guy. If I have other options, I'm definitely. I'm trying using to. Those. I'm, I'm definitely looking at your guys like uh, Miles Sanders, Miles Gaskin, other guys that are just like maybe ranked in the same area, but like might actually give you something in the playoffs. Yeah, and I should just mention, last week we did players that have easy matchups, so mm-hmm. you can kind of use these two episodes together maybe if you got it's, yeah, it's one of like these a, hard it, yeah. matchup uh, roads. You might want to go back and, and take a look at the it's players like from last It's like a set. Last yeah. episode. Yes, they go together. They're like <laughs> bookends. Um, so... Uh, yeah, and then so uh, are we, can we move on to the next one? Yep, I'm done with Josh Jacobs. Okay, uh, I'm going to bring up another guy that uh, you may already be frustrated with. You may already have decided you're not don't want to play him, but most of the people who roster Clyde Ed- Edwards Alaire still believe in him. I'm not one, and I don't think you are one. Like I, I had him as my rookie RB one. Because I fell in love with uh, the Andy Reid thing, uh, the Brian comparison. Thing. Yep. yep. Um, I came off that pretty fast, 
once I think it was week one, we could see he couldn't get it done on the goal line. It was like, oh man, this is gonna be, this is gonna be his, this is gonna be his thing. But yeah, there was that. That was during COVID, right? It was the it was the Thursday night game. We're like, we did a podcast about it, like right away, and we're like, this is. But there were a bunch. Were we actually on a Zoom or was it just a text string? But like, there was all this chatter about like how he was not scoring he was getting all these carries inside the five and not scoring it might have been a, might have been a league chat yeah because i don't think back then i don't even know you and i weren't in the same room together right that was pre-vax i don't pre- think so yeah yeah we were, we were setting up uh in different rooms and like looking at each other through a window wow that's i hadn't thought about that for quite a while yeah i'm glad i'm those, glad that, i'm glad it's over yeah me too um it's not over but i'm glad that that phase of it is that over phase right um Okay, so uh, Ceh, uh, uh, I I don't even like Ceh as a nickname. Uh, it's it's better than having to say his entire name. Right, you could say Clyde. Uh, he faces the the undefeated bye week this coming week. Um, uh, then he's got Denver and that tough Denver rush defense, uh, and then he plays Vegas, and that's okay. But then in the playoffs, uh, it's the Chargers and the Steelers in weeks 15 and 16 and uh, uh, charges aren't great against the run, but they're great against pass catching backs. And I look at uh, Clyde and I think that that's probably the paradigm that's going to be a little bit more um, uh, applicable to him. So I, 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 that makes me pretty nervous. He's starting out as RB 29 and a points per game basis anyway. And with his time off, they've gotten, chance uh chances to play other other people i don't know what what role he's going to have uh yeah, anyway but it, it was questionable this week like who is going to lead it. it turned out ceh had a pretty decent game this week but yeah. but if you're thinking oh well that that means um that i can ride him you know into the playoffs uh i don't think so maybe think again he does have a decent matchup championship weekend against the Bengals. yes who are not yeah, you stout can, you against can spot the run. Start him. I just, it just the the. I really just would be nervous about him against uh, the Chargers, and you really what you're hoping is one of these crazy uh, Mahomes Herbert shootouts, and he somehow gets, you know, some he gets to, he busts a couple long things, you know, that uh, you, you can't really plan on, right? Sure, you got to follow the process, though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so I would avoid him. Um, you know, if he's if he's your third running back, um, you you can spot start him here or there. But but uh, I, I would consider him in the championship game. But I probably would avoid him otherwise. All right, switching over to quarterbacks here, we have Carson Wentz. Uh, he's currently the quarterback twenty in points per game. Um, he hasn't had his bye yet, so he's quarterback fourteen overall. So this is probably a super flex option, I'm guessing, but lots of people play super flex those and maybe have been counting on Wentz. Um, or you could be in one of those leagues where you get points if you hand the ball to somebody and they run it in, right? Well, if you can't, you have to kind of like shovel it forward from your chest. If it, and then it's, if it's like, yeah, if there's, how many shovel passes can you get to, to Jonathan Taylor? But right. Yeah. right. Uh, so Wentz gets the Patriots uh, and the Cardinals the first two weeks of the playoffs. That's the number two defense against quarterbacks in the Patriots and the number four defense against QBs in the Cards. So 
Those are two obviously really tough defenses to face in the playoffs. They get the Raiders. Uh, uh, I should say Wentz gets the Raiders in the finals, and they are not a good team against QBs, but you probably aren't going to end up there if you're counting on Wentz uh, earlier on in the playoffs. So if you have other options, you definitely want to explore those options if you're a Wentz manager. So, all right, now here's here's the – we've buried the lead a little bit. I'm going to tell you – why you need to be afraid of starting Josh Allen. Yeah, you're going to get some work to do. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, I, I, look, I love Josh Allen. I think I've been pretty vocal about that. Um, uh, and I am very much not telling you to bench Josh Allen um, if he is like way better than any other quarterback you have on roster. But if you know, he's not... Right, so I have oh, here we Allen. Go. No, I was saying I have Allen, I, know, I have Dak, kidding. and I have Herbert, so I have options, right? Um, I will not be starting Josh Allen some of those weeks. Some of these weeks, I'm going to talk about uh, simply because if you got other options, you know, I would plan on shifting your focus elsewhere. I do think that when I think about torpedoes, uh, I, that you uh, that might get you, uh, I in the for the rest of the regular season it's not that big of a deal it's the saints it's the patriots it's tampa bay patriots saints and and tampa bay are not great against uh, quarterbacks the patriots are the number two Mm -hmm. uh but the playoffs we've got carolina and new england again uh those uh carolina is number five and that's just two weeks in a row that you're gonna if you're riding him and his arm, you know, thinking that this is going to be great. He might have a, a big week against one of these teams. It'll be hard for him to have a big week against both of them. And those are the first two weeks of the playoffs. First two weeks. Of the and, he finishes with Atlanta. So if you make it through that that gauntlet, yeah, uh, great. Atlanta's number 31. Um, 31st best. 31st against best. Against quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, counterpoint here um, I'm going to bring up is – I did look at how Josh Allen has been again. Well, I guess his earlier years don't really matter a whole lot, but what's Belichick done with Josh Allen? And I'm going to throw out everything before last year because Josh, Josh Allen was a different quarterback before last year. Um, and in two starts last year, um, he he had a passer rating of 114.3, 474 yards through the air, four touchdowns and one interception. That's pretty good, especially if you consider that he also gets production on the ground as well. So that's the counterpoint. Like if I, I'm, that he's done it against he's Belichick. done it against Belichick the last two times. Now mm. he's he's had a few weeks the last few weeks that have been a little shaky. At the same time, uh, so did Justin Herbert, and you know, like these guys, if you're really good, you just rebound. So I I still think. Ultimately, it, it would take a pretty good alternative. It would take a guy like, you know, um, Hertz or, or or Lamar, one of these other guys that's a, a, a top tier quarterback for me to shift off of Josh Allen. Right. I just might, I might consider if you get somebody else that's good. Yeah, but you, right, you should be aware that that playoff schedule is really tough. And you know, and just like as, as an aside. Because you brought up this whole like superflex thing, Mac Jones also has a really rough schedule. Um, uh, I was just presuming that nobody would be starting him, but 
but the truth is, is you might be starting him in a super flex league. Um, he also has, uh, it's not, he, he's got to, he's got to play the bills twice. Right. So, so he's another guy that I would be a little leery about putting in my starting lineup during some of these, these tough weeks. All right. At tight end, Sean and I, unless we miss something, <laughs> we really didn't find we tried. A, a, a relevant tight end that was facing a tough, tough road in the playoffs. We found tough roads in the playoffs. Yes. We found a really tough road in the playoffs. If you're the Colts, right, and if you're if you're you're tight end for the Colts, man, you got it rough, right. But Mo Ali Cox is currently <laughs> the tight end thirty one in points per game, and or Jack Doyle is thirty seventh in points per game at and the tight end position. We didn't bother looking up Kylan Granson, but yeah, right. So, <laughs> you know, if for some reason you're in a tight end premium league and you start four tight ends or something like that, <laughs> um, they do they get the Patriots. Uh, who are the best defense against tight ends, and the Cardinals, uh, who are the second best against tight ends the first two weeks of the playoffs. If you can make it to the championship, they face the Raiders, who are the 30th best against <laughs> but tight ends. you still don't want to start them because it's nah. Moelle Cox. And Cox. I, I, like, I got a soft spot for Moelle Cox. I, 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 think, I feel like he, would be, he, he has potential to be good. It just never really has come to fruition. So Sure. So I think the uh, the Packers, like if you're counting on the Packer tight end, which I can't imagine anybody is, but I think they face the Vikings and the Bears mm-hmm. late in the season. I can't remember if it's actually in the playoffs, but if you are one of them is, yeah, for sure the Vikings uh, is in the playoffs. I know that. So if you are for some reason counting on a Packer tight end, just keep that in mind as well. Deguara, he just scored against the Vikings, right? right? Yeah. All right. Um, Wide receivers? Let's do it. We Wide, just have one. We just got one. And this one hurts. It hurts It hurts my soul because one of my favorite players in the NFL. Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin uh, is a really good football player on a really bad team, and he still manages to be pretty productive. He's currently wide receiver 18. I can't imagine uh, what he would do if he had mediocre quarterbacking, but um, – this is what he is, and this is what he has. Um, but I'm a little nervous about him in the playoffs. Um, well, half of his games, of his remaining six games, are against average teams against wide receivers, and that's the Seahawks and Dallas twice. The other half are against top-tier defenses against receivers, and that's Vegas uh, in week, I guess that's 13. 13. Uh, it's Doing the math is hard. Um, and then in your fantasy playoffs, he plays the Eagles twice, the Eagles. And the Eagles are number three this year. Um, and you get them week one and the championship. Yeah, you get, them, you get them your, your, your wild card, your fantasy wild card week usually. So it's week 15 and then week, week 17. 17 yeah. Back to back. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Now, um, so and that's basically Darius Slay is what you're thinking about because that's who's going to be covering him. But the silver lining is this, and this is I realize that this is going to give make this as clear as mud to everybody. But it does people do have to compare what you have and what you could have, right? The burden hand is Terry McLaurin. Hey, he's Terry McLaurin. He's great. Um, what you have on your bench, I don't know what you have on your bench. But Terry McLaurin in uh, in four games against the Eagles. 
uh, in his career has uh, 22 catches for 356 yards and three touchdowns. Sounds like I should start him. Yeah. So that indicates that maybe it's he he's just uncoverable, period, and as long as he has a quarterback that can get him the ball. So I would tend to – I wouldn't I, – I guess where the conclusion I come to it with it is it d- depends on your depth. If you have – if you're choosing between McLaurin and – some mediocre, highly mediocre players. Um, then I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with McLaurin, and I'm I'm just gonna presume he is gonna rise to the occasion. If you are, uh, if you've got some other alternatives, I probably would would go that way. And Sean, yeah. proving once again mm. that the Steel Salary Cap Podcast <laughs> will go where others fear to tread. The intrepid. Steel podcast. Yeah, no one will talk with, about defenses. That's right. Players, but right? but there's a defense that has not very good matchups in the playoffs. Who is it, Tim? It's the Carolina Panthers. And they are a pretty good defense right now in terms of defenses. Yes. Every, every scoring system is a little bit different. But when we looked at they were they were number eight, which is a startable fantasy defense. And they're being started in a lot of leagues. Yeah. Well over half. I, 80% in, on our website that right. we use for our league. So uh, they are relevant. But they are playing <laughs> tough teams. They're playing against the Bills, the Bucks, and the Saints, who are all in the bottom third for giving up points to uh, defensive or yeah, and... to defenses. Defenses against defenses, God, right? Just, I know. Such a mind twist, but yeah, the, uh, those are the three teams that they face in the playoffs. Bills are number four, mm-hmm. uh, the Bucks are number two, and the Saints are number nine. They also have to play against the bye, which again is undefeated. Mm, that's true in the, week uh, thirteen, <laughs> right? Uh, I think it's week thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're you're if you get if you're trying to plan out. What defense do I want to ride into the playoffs? And you've been riding the Carolina Panthers so far. Uh, you need to look somewhere else, basically. Or like, or like you suggested last week, put a second defense. Maybe yeah. you probably don't even want this defense. But that's the thing your... is, I wouldn't even. Yeah. I would. This is a situation where I wouldn't try to pair it up with something. Just just you know, drop them. You do it just to have. They got Atlanta in, in week fourteen. I guess that's. That's that's a good matchup, but but you'd have to hold him through the bye or pick him back up for that matchup, right? And if your roster is real deep and it's not a big deal, fine. If if you've got to forego uh, something more interesting than a, a second defense, it just this is not the defense that I would I would roster when I when I'm not playing him. So yep. All right, should we finish? Finish with the kicker. Yeah. So uh, this also is difficult to say. But Justin Tucker, come on now! You're gonna you're gonna suggest people bench Josh Allen and Justin Tucker. <laughs> that sounds stupid. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that on the record. I mean, you're, you're never gonna hear me say those words, but you said those words. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tucker is is in most leagues he's the place kicker six, right? I shouldn't say most leagues. I guess kicker scoring. I don't know how standardized it is. What we do is different. We get points for yardage. So Justin Tucker in our league is worth more because, you know, he can kick 65 yarders and no problem, right? It's um, like kicking a touchdown in our it scoring. It is like, it's like you get it. It's like kicking a touchdown, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he uh, he has to play Cleveland twice 
And I don't know if it is due to the weather in Cleveland or what, but Cleveland is number three against mm. uh, against kickers. And Green Bay, who they play in the first week, uh, who they who Justin Tucker plays in the first week of the playoffs, is number one. And you can imagine that's going to be a cold weather game yep. as well. Oh, it's at it's in Green Bay. Or it doesn't really matter. It's probably cold either place, right? Yeah, I mean Baltimore's not that cold, but 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 it's it's the, the, these are not dome games, mm-hmm. right? So there's these are all going to be, and then his other games are even are Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Um, those are also potentially bad weather games too. So he's got a stretch of games where he might be playing a lot of bad weather games. And by the way, also these. Defense don't give defenses don't give up a whole lot of points to kickers. So Justin Tucker, best kicker in the league, I think, um, might not be the the guy to ride to the uh, fantasy championship this year. Yeah, or at least not ride into the playoffs. It gets a little easier in the semifinals and finals, but yeah, it is it's a rough stretch. No, I, I, I like the game against the, the Rams and and your championship game. I think you know um, I think that's fine, but I just. Uh, there's a bonus for for if you if you play with a bonus for yardage like we do then then it's it's tough to to ignore that because they will attempt kicks that no one else will even attempt um but uh but I still ultimately think that the kicker is one of these somewhat fungible positions where you know like it really pays off to to uh play against uh, defenses that are going to give you kicking opportunities. And the ones that stiffen up at the goal line. Yeah, as we discussed last week. Maybe yeah. they're soft in the middle of the field and then stiffen up. Mm-hmm. Yep, they stiffen up, Tim. Okay. <laughs> Anything else about Justin Tucker? No, I I, I, I like him. I yeah. just I just you know, and I have him myself, and I'm preparing for the playoffs, and I'm thinking, eh, maybe maybe Tucker's not the guy to ride this year. Now this is a guy. This is a case where maybe you just do want to put a second kicker in, like you mentioned last week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, especially because Tucker's one of those guys that one of the few guys that you might even keep, depending on what your salary you have for him, um, because uh, you know he's good every year. Right. All right. I mention this every week, uh, so I, I don't want to dwell on it. Do check out our Facebook group. It's called the Steel Pod. Something I haven't mentioned for a while. Scroll down to the bottom of your phone right now. You should find a place where you can rate this Unless podcast. You're driving. Yeah, don't do it if you drive. But uh, you should find a place where you can rate this podcast and leave a review. We'd appreciate it if you do that. It'll help other people find this independent podcast and uh, help grow the show. You can find me on Twitter at SteelPod. I'm at Steel Pod Sean. And uh, we will look forward to doing this again next week. And until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the Steel Pod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at Steel Pod.